This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. So help you God? So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. Well, America, meet your new first family. They, uh, the Bidens are walking into the house now, the White House, where the president and first lady will make their new home. And for anybody out there wondering, yes, there has been a deep clean of the building, given the fact that the previous occupants did not take coronavirus particularly seriously. World War Three, okay? It is World War Three, but we have a sacred obligation. Just understand, and don't kid yourself, no matter what you all say. Let's get it straight here, guys. Where we were a year ago, the direction we're headed in, World War Three. Vaccination. <laughs> I should be prosecuted. Do you know we don't rule out uh, first use nuclear? are so bad that one woman who News Nation has been in contact with has rashes on her body after showering. We're going to be with you, Mr. President, for as long as it takes. We'll do it. Thank you. How does this whole experience feel for you? Um, that money matters more than humanity. World War III has never been closer than it is right now. 
We need to clean house of all of the warmongers and America last globalists in the deep state, the Pentagon, the State Department, and the national security industrial complex. One of the reasons I was the only president in generations who didn't start a war is that I was the only president who rejected the catastrophic advice of many of Washington's generals, bureaucrats, and the so-called diplomats who only know how to get us into conflict, but they don't know how to get us out. For decades, we've had the very same people, such as Victoria Nuland and many others just like her, obsessed with pushing Ukraine toward NATO, not to mention the State Department support for uprisings in Ukraine. These people have been seeking confrontation for a long time, much like the case in Iraq and other parts of the world. And now we're teetering on the brink of World War III. And a lot of people don't see it, but I see it. And I've been right about a lot of things. They all say Trump's been right about everything. None of this excuses in any way the outrageous and horrible invasion of Ukraine one year ago, which would have never happened if I was your president, not even a little chance. But it does mean that here in America, we need to get rid of the corrupt globalist establishment that has botched every major foreign policy decision for decades. And that includes President Biden, whose own people said he's never made a good decision when it comes to looking at other countries and looking at wars. We have to replace them with people who support American interests. Over our four years in the White House, we made incredible progress in putting the America last contingent aside and bringing the world to peace. And now we're going to complete the mission. The State Department, Pentagon, and national security establishment will be a very different place by the end of my administration. In fact, just into my administration, it'll be a very different place. And it'll get things done, just like I did four years ago. We never had it so good. We'll also stop the lobbyists and the big defense contractors from going in and pushing our senior military and national security officials toward conflict, only to reward them when they retire with lucrative jobs, getting paid millions and millions of dollars. Take a look at the globalist warmonger donors backing our opponents. That's because they're candidates of war. I am the president who delivers peace, and it's peace through strength. There was a reason we had no conflict. There was a reason we didn't get into wars, because other countries respected us. I entirely built all right from the beginning, rebuilt our military. It's a big reason for that. They didn't want to mess around with the United States, and now they're laughing at us. We could end the Ukraine conflict in 24 hours with the right leadership. At the end of my next four years, the warmongers and frauds and failures of the senior ranks of our government will all be gone, and we will have a new group of competent national security officials who believe in defending America's vital interests above all else. Thank you very much. Tuesday, 21 February, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Write this one down in your book, because now it's evident to everybody that we are into the early days of World War III, as the kinetic part, as we've talked about for a long time here, and I can't think of a better juxtaposition of uh, Max Evans over there at Getter 
that magnificent video. Essentially, the storm is here. Ain't the storm's not coming. The storm's not on the horizon. This is not a gathering storm. This is a storm that's here. Okay, and President Donald J. Trump, in just over three minutes, is there a more succinct uh, summary of where we are? Also, folks got to understand if you think this is going to be easy in this primary, if you think it's going to be easy in a general election, if you think the second term of Trump's going to be easy. And everybody says, oh, he says mean things, everything. Hey, grow up, okay? We're in it now. We're in it now. And as imperfect as he is, that's exactly the guy this country needs right now. And if you don't think all the forces arrayed against him are not going to come to stop him and stop what he stands for, you're kidding yourself. I'm going to get Michael Patrick Leahy and Jeff Clark are going to join me in a second. And you can see exactly what they're like. If it was not for Donald Trump announcing he was going to East Palestine, Ohio, these gutless cowards would have just kicked the people to the curb like trash. When he announced it and initiated this on Friday, the whole thing changed. Now they're all up there. They're they're going house to house. You know, they're on the sofas. They're taking guys' temperatures. Is everything okay? Can I get you a Coke from the refrigerator? Screw you. Your phoniness, just because you're popping out there before Trump, he forced the action because he's a forcing function. He's a forcing function. He's like something out of nature. This is why they hate him. They hate him because they hate you. They hate you. Let me repeat this. Did I say it? They hate you. Okay? And he's the armor-piercing shell. And they know that. Boris Epstein, that was uh, three minutes of just succinct, to put it where you consider the babble that uh, Biden, and Biden's in, we're going to play it later. Biden's in Warsaw, and he's tripling down on Kamala Harris. He called Putin and these guys war criminals and, and, uh, and crimes against humanity. Note to self, even if you believe that, okay, if you believe that, the way things roll Right. The way things roll, the way that Abraham Lincoln ran it and the way that FDR ran it is let's win first. Let's win first. And then we can try them. Okay, if you believe that, win it first, because otherwise they're just going to dig in. And Zelensky's now Biden's over there. It's unlimited. uh, Got, you know, unlimited time, unlimited thing. Zelensky's and they're saying that Zelensky's going to say, I'm going to take them. My my tanks is going to my tanks are going to be in Red Square. And then somebody, you know, rational came up and said, no, 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 no. We just want all the territory back, including Crimea. We want to pay trillions of dollars of reparations and we want Trimmer's war criminals. Okay, I got it. I got it. That, it's a negotiation. That's, that's your opening bid. It's a little aggressive, but it's an opening bid. Boris Epstein, we're in it right now. Donald J. Trump understands that. That's why it's a tale of two cities. It's, it's Ukraine and East Palestine, Ohio. Give me your assessment, sir. Steve, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse today. Never been a starker contrast between President Trump standing up for America, standing up for Americans, fighting for every American as he goes to visit East Palestine tomorrow, and Joe Biden, who's taking 20-hour train rides to Kiev to to participate more in the war porn that's been being pushed on, on the American people. This is absolutely disgusting what has happened. And Steve, I'll say it again. Now we're in the one year anniversary, right about the, you know, the, the beginning of the invasion of Ukraine by Vladimir Putin. I said it was a mistake by Putin then, and I will say it again now. It was and continues to be a major mistake by Putin to take that action and invade Ukraine, full stop. 
it is also a catastrophic mistake by the, by the American quote-unquote leaders who are illegitimate, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, to be sending billions and billions and billions and billions of American dollars, American weaponry, and let's be honest, those American quote-unquote instructors, we have boots on the ground in the Ukraine right now. And Joe Biden on President's Day, instead of supporting America, instead of going to East Palestine, instead of supporting Americans, where is he? He's in Kiev with, with Zelensky. I'm not going to say that Zelensky's got something on Biden, but it's pretty interesting. With all that Burisma information, with a, with a Hunter Biden laughed out from hell, why is Joe Biden just so dead set on being buddy-buddy with Zelensky? Something is off. And again, this war should have never happened. It needs to be put to an end. It needs to stop. Our and America is doing right now, under the failed leadership of hopeless, pathetic Joe Biden, America is doing nothing but making it worse by feeding into the conflict, by funding the conflict. What needs to happen is, is a solution has got to be figured out, and we have to stop this fire that's festering around a cluster of nuclear reactors in Eastern Europe. And again, to anybody who needs to figure out why this has to end, all I, all I want to do is point you to 1913 in Eastern Europe, the beginning of World War I, then point you to the 1930s and 40s in Eastern Europe, World War II, and the fact that the bloodiest, most destructive wars in world history have been fought on the very soil that this issue is, well, this war is happening in right now, and it's got to be put to an end. Otherwise, as President Trump said, we're at the precipice of World War III. It, it, uh, Biden was there a day in Warsaw, Sarajevo and Warsaw, the, the, the two big conflicts of the 20th century that kind of all merged into one, of which the United States bailed everybody out. Hadn't been for our troops in 1918, Nobody in seventeen and eighteen, no, no end of war. Unbelievable, Boris. I'm going to ask you to hang up a second because you bring up something very important, and I can't figure it out. You know, Biden. They're talking about when Biden. You know, with the classified documents, one of the things his officers running around, and he he took a trip to Ukraine. He went to Ukraine on like the sixteenth of January of twenty twenty one. What guy has got the last couple of days in the White House? What are you going to Ukraine for? This whole Ukraine thing has just never made sense to me. I, I don't. There's something. That, and you don't want to get in conspiracy theory, but it's something just not right. It doesn't make any sense, this obsession, this maniacal obsession by our political elites that Trump called out, and he called them out by name, Victoria Nuland in this crowd. Boris Epstein's going to hang over. I've got Jeffrey Clark. I've got all kind of news out of uh, East Palestine, including Shapiro. You think Shapiro's running scared off the war room? He sent a letter today, a criminal referral to the Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania about Norfolk Southern. Well, the buck ain't going to stop there. There are a lot more dirty hands than just Norfolk Southerns, and there's a pretty dirty. Sure. Despite the U.S. blowing through $31.4 trillion debt ceiling in January, the leftist White House still refuses to reduce spending. While our national leadership has buried their heads in the sand, when it comes to fiscal responsibility, it's time to pull yours out. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every single taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000, and it's only going to get worse. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with birch gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king because it's dependable. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. 
Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, that's B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of our precious metals specialists. Protect yourself with gold today by texting Bannon to 989898. That's Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today to get your free info kit. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. danger than it's ever been in because of a word known as nuclear 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 is so devastating that we don't even want to talk about it and that was a word that was never supposed to be mentioned you have two n-words neither of which should ever be mentioned i said that once i said oh what a terrible thing to say no you have two n-words you know what the one is but the other is the nuclear word not supposed to ever be mentioned Ever, ever, ever. It's mentioned every single day now. Every single day they talk about, will this end up in nuclear war? We're on the precipice of a disaster, the likes of which this world has never seen. This will make World War I and World War II like baby stuff. That guy right there kept the world at peace. Look at the gangsters. Look at the guys in Tehran. Look at the mullahs and the Anatolas. Okay? You see the demonstration with the kids and what they're doing with the girls? Look at that. Look at those pieces of work in Saudi Arabia. Look at look at Erdogan in Turkey. Look at the crowd you got in uh, look at the crowd you got in Syria. Look at Pakistan. Look at the Chinese Communist Party in Beijing and look at the KGB FSB in in Moscow. And let's throw in Mini Me there in North Korea. That, that is the greatest collection of bad guys in world's history. And hey, I'll throw in Lula down in uh, Brazil, and maybe there's a couple other three that we don't have right now, right? These are not just bad hombres. They come with big countries with lots of resources. And they're not the friend of the Judeo-Christian West. They're just not. Our values are not their values. And right now, that guy, President Trump, and I don't care, oh, he says bad things, he, he, he tweets out bad things, he calls people nicknames, I don't care. I do not care. It's not important. It's not relevant. Here's what's relevant. We're on a precipice. Boris, you, you come from that part of the world, and I'm telling you, they roll very differently over there. The conflicts that they have had are, are in a scale that people in this country cannot imagine, have not studied it, have not gotten down and looked at it. That is a different scale. When they're at war, it's a different deal. They don't fight the Western way. It is a different deal. Boris Epstein, I'm telling you, we are sliding in. And for Donald Trump to sit there and go, hey, you're looking at a catastrophe greater than World War I and World War II. And remember, folks, from 1914 to the Berlin Wall coming down in Tiananmen Square, what we call the short 20th century. I think it's 200 to 250 million humans destroyed, either through political violence, famine, forced famine, not because not the wheat didn't grow. You know what? Those fields were going over there in Ukraine. The wheat, the wheat was fine, and they, and they starved to death 5 million people. It's a whole different deal. It rolls very differently. Boris, we're on the precipice right now 
with Biden and Warsaw calling them war criminals, hey, if they're war criminals, let's go ahead and win first and then do the do what do what, uh, you know, Chester Nimitz and FDR and Bull Halsey and uh, and and the Curtis LeMay. Right. And, and, and MacArthur and, and Patton and Eisenhower do what you do. Win first and then we'll figure it out. You know, some, some stuff there. You have some trials. You have war crimes trials. You tell them in advance they're going to fight to the bitter end. And if you, your, your quote unquote ally has senior defense guys saying we're going to send tanks into, uh, into Red Square. Let me just give you a newsflash. Check with Napoleon and Hitler how that worked out and at what cost it worked out. Both of them not just lost those battles, they lost everything. So you start talking cheap talk and throwing this stuff around, and I'm telling you, for somebody that was around nuclear weapons in my early years as a naval officer, this is not loose talk. Trump's exactly right. This is loose talk. Now, people are talking about low-grade tactical nuclear weapons, what can happen. This talk, they're normalizing things that should not be normalized. Boris Epstein. Steve, a thousand percent correct. What is happening now, and you saw it today, now Putin is pulling back from the latest next start treaty, the next start treaty. It, it, this is becoming clear as day, and we knew we were going to get here. This absolutely open-ended escalation by America, after originally giving sort of a wink and a nod by, you know, from hopeless Joe Biden to Putin, oh, well, maybe we're kind of okay with it. You know, it, it is a complete lack of leadership. It is a complete lack of authority, and it is the, the, the kind of Wishy-washy response. It is the kind of vacuum that when it is created, what fills it is violence and destruction. And it, it is impossible to overstate just how terrible Joe Biden has been on this. And you've got to go back to what Barack Obama said. Never underestimate Biden's ability to F things up. And he's destroyed and absolutely mangled this issue in a way that it's really impossible to, to overstate. And if you look at the way President Trump would have handled it, we know for a fact that if you go through recent history from Bush to, to Obama to Biden, Vladimir Putin did not invade only under one president, and that is President Donald J. Trump. President Trump kept the world safe, kept America safe because of his strength and his ability to lead. And Joe Biden's done the opposite, and he continues to do it by being in Ukraine yesterday instead of being in East Palestine, instead of protecting America and Americans. We've got a problem of colossal, colossal proportions in our hands, and the only way it gets resolved, the only way it gets resolved is if Joe Biden somehow puts his pathetic perspective of politics aside and asks for President Trump's help. Otherwise, we've got to wait till Jan 20, 2025. When President Trump walks back into the Oval Office and resolves this disaster, like Ronald Reagan resolved the Iranian hostage disaster. Uh, Boris, your social media, we got to bounce. What's your social media so people can get to you? Thank you so much, Steve. Again, honored to be with you, honored to be with the posse. My information, the website, it's hot, BorisCP.com. Sign up right now on BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. And the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Let's go ahead and hit the cold open. Incompetence and lack of for our residents is absolutely unacceptable to me. I've been outspoken about the serious concerns that I have with the company's failed management 
of this crisis. They chose not to participate in the unified command. They gave us inaccurate information and conflicting modeling data, and they refused to explore or articulate alternative courses of action when we were dealing with the derailment in the early days. In sum, Norfolk Southern injected unnecessary risk into this crisis, and they created confusion in this process. We've made a criminal referral to the acting attorney general in Pennsylvania to review. Acting Attorney General Henry can speak to that uh, beyond my, my comments. Can, I, can I comment on that one second? In our national lead earlier today, the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio, attacked President Biden for visiting Ukraine on Monday as his village is dealing with the disastrous train derailment. He called it a slap in the face to the people of East Palestine. Meanwhile, government officials are pointing fingers at Norfolk Southern, referring to the company's arrogance and incompetence and corporate greed in the company's handling of the derailment. The EPA today ordered Norfolk Southern to pay for the entire cleanup of toxic chemicals that spilled nearly three weeks ago. But as CNN's Miguel Marquez reports for us now, it's unclear if this demand for accountability will satisfy the residents of East Palestine. Thank you for inviting us into your home. Nearly three weeks after the derailment, people in East Palestine, Ohio, still concerned. We need to feel safe in our home. I mean, I don't even walk in my grass because I don't know what's in it. Officials say the air and water deemed safe so far, but not everyone is convinced. So it's safe to drink? East Palestine resident Carolyn Brown hosted the EPA administrator Michael Regan and Ohio Governor Mike DeWine in her kitchen, both assuring her her municipal tap water is safe. We believe in science, so we don't feel like we're being your guinea pig. But we don't mind proving to you that we believe the water. Okay. Here's to Caroline. Here's to you. They say the village tap water testing will continue for years, and anyone with a private well should have it tested as well. Norfolk Southern's corporate greed, incompetence, and lack of care for our residents is absolutely unacceptable to me. The governor of neighboring Pennsylvania announced his state made a criminal referral to investigate Norfolk Southern's handling of the derailment. This as the EPA announced it is ordering Norfolk Southern to complete all of the cleanup, or the agency will immediately take over and seek to compel the company to pay triple the cost. I expect within the next 48 hours, uh, Norfolk Southern will begin working with the agency on the contents of the work plan. Uh, they have to put together a work plan that's going to be very prescriptive. We're going to be here tomorrow, we're going to be here a year from now, and we're going to be here five years from now. And the CEO of the railroad says it is already committed to doing what's right. We're going to invest in this community, and we're going to do it in the right way, and we're going to do it at the right time. Residents be, be pointed in this direction. At a church across town, a new medical clinic opening up today to help people concerned about getting sick from the chemicals spilled in the derailment and controlled burn. We want to help get people on the right track and navigate them through this healthcare system. But there is much more to be done. We're moving as fast as we physically can. Of course, time is of the essence. While trains are running through the town again, the soil underneath the open tracks still contaminated. We know the soil is contaminated under there. They know it's contaminated. 
they know what it's contaminated with. We have done that testing. There is a long-term remediation plan that includes getting that soil out from under those tracks. We're at zeros. For now, it's all about building trust and getting people the help and answers they need. We're going to continue to follow the science. We're going to continue to listen to the experts who understand this. But the toxicity, the cleanup, and the distrust is also political. That was the biggest slap in the face. The mayor of East Palestine on Fox News criticizing President Joe Biden for going to Ukraine instead of coming here. He can send every agency he wants to, but uh, I found that out this morning in one of the briefings. Friends, with so much chaos and danger in the world these days, I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food right away. Let's face it, you're going to need this food, and now is the time to get it before it's too late. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll get $200 worth of survival gear as a free bonus. You need this gear when things fall apart or the grid goes down or any time you might have to fend for yourself. To see everything you'll get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 bonus gift comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order. That way, everybody in your family can be prepared. But hurry, this offer won't last forever. Check this off your list and sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst-case scenario ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and score free shipping to MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Nothing is more revolting. Nothing's more revolting than seeing a bunch of wormy politicians scrambling down there, and that's what you saw today. Uh, Michael Re- uh, Michael uh, Regan coming back, uh, he's canceling his uh, flight to uh, to Africa for the seven day boondoggle with the Hollywood talent on climate change. Right, uh, seeing Dewine, who never want to set foot in there again, worming around. And seeing Josh Shapiro uh, trying to trying to get ahead by saying, "Look, Norfolk Southern, they should impanel a grand jury immediately for the for the um, criminal activity of Norfolk Southern." But those guys right there, they ought to be called in right too. It's it's their responsibility. Leahy, is it not their fault that we're here today? And now they're trying to, now they're trying to throw the fire chief for the town under the bus. Uh, Steve, uh, when Donald Trump announced on Friday, when it was announced on Friday that Donald Trump was visiting East Palestine tomorrow, Wednesday, um, the EPA administrator, Michael Regan, was planning to go to Africa. And as you pointed out, Governor Michael DeWine had only been there for like a 45-minute visit and then helicoptered out of it. So subsequently, um, they show up today in East Palestine, Ohio, for a press event. And if you listen to that event at the very beginning, all DeWine and Regan said was how wonderful the cooperation with everyone had been. The only one with uh, a real serious political chops in this was Governor Josh Shapiro of Pennsylvania, who threw a roundhouse at uh, Norfolk Southern and said that he'd made a criminal referral. Now, that's a punch that uh, perhaps uh, Norfolk Southern deserves, but I don't think they're the only ones who deserve to get uh, smacked around here, as you point out. No, this is, uh, it's unbelievable. Let me bring Jeff Clark in for a second, Michael. Um, Jeff, he did, as we've been arguing, and this is why Yost, the Attorney General of Ohio, got a wake-up dude, the, Shapiro stealing a march on you, and panel a grand jury, let's get, let's get, let's start sending out some subpoenas, let's get some guys down there, 
and, and start just to get a timeline. Okay, this is not the fire chief's fault. The fire chief does not have the authority to say we're going to have a controlled burn. We're going to have a controlled release. He doesn't have that authority. He's a fire chief of a 4,000-person uh, citizen hamlet. Jeff Clark, uh, what, what about uh, Shapiro saying he's referring a uh, – he sent a criminal referral? How big a deal is that? I think that's a huge deal, uh, Steve. And look, you referred to President Trump as the action-forcing president. Well, your show is an action-forcing show. As you know, your motto of action, action, action. And I think that uh, you know this announcement by Shapiro is a direct outcome of uh, you hammering this and then you having uh, you know, uh, Mr. Leahy and myself on repeatedly about this. Uh, this is this is you know an earth-shattering thing actually for a, a criminal investigation to begin so early, and I do think that uh, look the the attorney general in Ohio should be looking at the same kind of activity, and if he needs authority from Governor Dewine, he should be calling on Governor Dewine to give it to him. But he doesn't. By the way, it doesn't. He, he has the ability. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not an expert in Ohio law. Can he can he um, designate a special counsel or special prosecutor to go into the thing without yeah. getting the governor's sign off? Or does the governor have to approve all of that? Uh, so I'm not an expert in Ohio law either, so I want to make that clear. But when I took a quick look at the statutes, it looks like, you know, ordinarily uh, at the trial court and intermediate appellate level, the local prosecutors control and the state AG advises. When a case goes to the state Supreme Court, then the state AG takes over. But the governor can direct the state AG to get involved in any phase. Uh, and there is, as you noted, independent special counsel appointment authority. But if Yost wanted to retain full control over this, right, I would think that he would do best to ask Governor uh, DeWine for the authority to take over, you know, the whole uh, yeah, kit and okay. okay. <laughs> Note to self, DeWine's going to be called in his staff, so I don't think that's going to happen. Trust me. DeWine's going to say, that, yeah, I'm going to give you the authority. Oh, well, here's your subpoena, Governor. <laughs> I need you to show up. But I like the thought. <laughs> I like the thought. That's what he's going to have <laughs> to have independent authority. It, it, Leahy, for the people that missed it this morning, Right there, Shapiro, they're giving a litany, you know, and and Michael Regan stands up and he says, hey, DOT, you know, Buttigieg has been working. Joe Biden's been fantastic. Uh, You know, all these guys have been great. They're all rubbing up on each other. And they go into people's houses. (laughs) This is what how brazen they are and what chutzpah they have. After not caring about these people because Trump's coming tomorrow, they're sitting in the houses. Hey, can I get you another cup of coffee? looks like they're they're cleaning, right? They're they're cleaning. They're, 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 They're like a maid service right now. But people in East East Palestine never had it so good. They get the governor who can't wait to get out of there. He's like cleaning the house and Shapiro serving tea. It, how phony Steve. are these guys now that's a forcing function? And, and by the way, how are they trying to dump it on the poor fire chief? Steve, what I noticed about this press conference today is that EPA Administrator Michael Regan did not address the key issue, uh, which was this. Why did the EPA abdicate? its legal responsibility to take control and make the decision up or down on a controlled burn. And as as we mentioned, as we broke the story earlier this morning, EPA Region 5 administra- uh, uh, spokesperson told us that, oh, no, it wasn't the EPA that made this decision. Uh, it was the fire chief of this, you know, 5,000-person village 
uh, East Palestine. It's just a ludicrous statement. Everyone at EPA, including the administrator, Michael Regan, knows that the fire chief does not have that authority and that it's, in fact, to allow them to do that is a violation of the law. It's ridiculous. Here's the other thing. This is how dumb and mainstream media is just not evil. They're also dumb and lazy. He's been giving interviews all day on CNN and MSNBC. Our crack team here at the War Room has been monitoring it. He's giving interviews to everybody. And not one time does he get asked any meaningful question. They throw him a couple of softballs. He says, we're going to force them to remediate immediately, and they get to move everything, and we're going to charge them three times as much. Dude, we don't care about remediation. Get any company in the world to do it, okay? Any company in the world under supervision. Why did this happen? It happened because you, Regan, and Joe Biden don't care, and Buttigieg don't care. There never should have been a controlled release. There never should have been a controlled burn or an uncontrolled. Mike Adams said the other night, he said, hey, Steve, a controlled burns in an incinerator, right, with guards. This is just put it up in the open air, and that's an uncontrolled burn. And, of course, the head of Norfolk Southern says, I knew it worked when I saw the black plume. When the phosgene gas started going over the, the hills and meadows of East Ohio, that's when I knew we were a success. It's, it's stunning. Uh, Jeff Clark, the EPA. What is his responsibility as the administrator? And why is he even having Norfolk Southern clean up? Why don't we just get another company that specializes in it? They're a railroad company. Why is he even saying they got to do the remediation? Why is EPA just on scene say, Norfolk Southern, get out of here? We're taking charge. Here's how we're going to do it. Bang, bang, bang. Jeff Clark. Uh, Steve, he, he's totally botched this. Regan, the EPA administrator, he issued an order through Region 5 today to Norfolk Southern under the CERCLA statute, the Superfund statute that I've been talking to you about. Here's the key paragraph of that. Let me let me read it to you. This is of a press release summarizing it. EPA's order marks the transition of the multi-agency response from its emergency phase to a longer-term remediation phase. To help implement the order, EPA will establish a unified command structure to coordinate the cleanup efforts of FEMA, HHS, Ohio EPA, Ohio EMA, uh, PA uh, DEP, as well as Norfolk Southern. This approach is frequently used in situations where multiple agencies need to work together. In this case, the response includes federal, state, and local agencies across multiple states. Well, what's remarkable about that, Steve, is that the unified command is being established now, which is what, like 18 days after this incident happened? The, the unified command under EPA control should have happened immediately. It should have happened at the very latest the next day. We were told by Governor DeWine, and this, this is the effort you're talking about to throw the fire chief under the bus, that he was made the head of the unified command until EPA finally woke up, I think in part as a result of this show and a, 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 in part uh, result of President Trump saying he's gonna go there. So to have a unified command appointed now, it reveals that they know that they botched this. They should have had a unified command far, far earlier than this, Steve. EPA should have taken control of this whole action. Do you believe, Jeff Clark, as you look at this, that there's criminal negligence on the part of the state governments here and the uh, – let's leave the company aside. We know they got criminal liability, but there's criminal liability by uh, individuals and agencies of the U.S. government and the local governments in Pennsylvania and in Ohio, sir? I think that needs to be uh, explored, Steve. And whenever you're talking about government officials becoming liable – you're talking about uh, all kinds of immunity defenses. 
you're talking about if EPA, you know, is not telling the full truth and they actually did uh, approve or give a wink and nod to what uh, the fire chief was doing or what the state of Ohio was doing, that would also add defenses. So the first thing, though, is they can clearly be witnesses. And I think they need to be called into PA and Ohio grand jury processes. And then we can assess once we know all the facts and once we see people testifying against one another, uh, exactly where the liability criminally might lie. Michael Patrick Leahy, where's, where's the reporting of the Ohio Star going on this story, sir? Well, we've got to follow up with, uh, I can only describe it as the performative nature of the conduct of uh, the EPA administrator here. He's got, he's got to answer the questions, as you point out, that the mainstream media is not uh, asking him. Why did you give up your legal authority to control the situation from the very beginning? Were you not paying attention? Uh, were you thinking about your trip to Africa? These are uh, important questions that we're, we want to, we're going to get right, uh, right in the grill, if you will, of the EPA and of uh, Michael Regan and ask the questions that the mainstream media will not ask. Michael Patrick, how do they get to the Ohio Star, Star News Network, your social media? Theohiostar.com, thestarnewsnetwork.com, and you can reach me on Twitter, Getter, and Truth Social at Michael. P. Leahy. That's Michael P. Leahy. Leahy, great work. Keep keep grinding on this. Uh, Clark, how do we take this lack of a unified command and, and, and drive this? Because this is outrageous. This should, this should have been paint by numbers with the unified command, and now they've let us know that they never had it in the first place. And this is why it's spun out of control, because it wasn't important enough to them. How do, what, what, what would you recommend the next step be in driving that process-wise? So, you know, we're going to see President Trump speak to this. I hope that, uh, you know, he, he watches this or gets wind of it. I think he needs to uh, uh, complain about this uh, bitterly as a betrayal of the people of East Palestine. They, they deserved much better than they got from our federal administrative agencies. Their budgets continue to, uh, to, to mount up to the sky, you know, including for uh, Regan to fly on a junket to Africa with Idris Elba. Um, but, you know, it's not focused on the things you should be focused on. We know about how incompetent Buttigieg is with his little bicycle helmet riding around D.C. and the like. Um, but I also think, uh, Steve, that to really uh, penetrate into what EPA knew and when they knew it and how they proceeded, that there should be some kind of congressional hearing about this, you know, from the committees of jurisdiction in both the House and the Senate, Steve. Uh, how do we get to you over at, with Russ Vote, the team you work with over there, and what's your uh, social media? Sure. So my social media is Jeff Clark US at Getter and Twitter, and Real Jeff Clark at Truth Social, and our organization is AmericaRenewing.com. Incredible work you're doing here, Clark. I got to tell you, you, you've been the key here that picks the lock to get to the bottom of this. Okay, short commercial break. We're going to be back in just a moment. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, 
freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. New social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Is in any country in history. And we're going to announce more sanctions this week together with our partners. We'll hold accountable those who are responsible for this war. And we'll seek justice for the war crimes and crimes against humanity continuing to be committed by the Russians. This is a very interesting question that I want to put to General McCaffrey. General, uh, yesterday I spoke to Andrei Kozarev, the former, the first foreign minister of uh, post-Soviet Russia and the last foreign minister of, of, uh, of Soviet Russia. And he was saying, do not make the mistake of thinking that Russia is exhausted or necessarily exhaustible. They're having a rough time right now. They're, they're, this recruitment of prisoners is not working for them. They are running short of ammunition. But he says Russia is equipped to stick around for the long haul. And it would be it would be folly for the West to think that there's nothing to this, that Russia's failing. Well, I've dealt with him on nuclear arms control uh, after the demise of the Soviet uh, Union. He's a very strong, powerful, thoughtful man. I think he's largely correct. It's hard to imagine Putin being brought down by his own uh, elites. It's hard to imagine Putin finding any way to back out of not just seizing the Donbass and retaining Crimea, but seizing all of Ukraine. So he's a one-way road to a disaster for Russia. However, uh, it is clear to me that the, the crux of the matter is, can the Western alliance stay together and support Ukraine? If they can, if they stop the metering out of military technology, armor, deep strike artillery and rocket weapons, lethal drones, if, they, if we firmly support them over the long run, Ukraine wins completely, Russia loses completely. And let me add one other comment. I was in Warsaw having lunch with a senior uh, Polish uh, defense official a few years back. And he, he reminded me, he said, Barry, you know, we live between Germany and Russia. The Germans will seize your freedom. When the Russians grab you, you lose your soul. So baked into the Eastern Alliance and NATO is a desperate fear of the Russians with good reason. 
Yeah, it sounds like it's a fear of the Germans, too. This is what, It's a neighborhood we should not be involved in. They call it folly, but right there he says, yeah, what we should do is quit bleeding out the equipment. We've got to give them the deep strike missiles. Where do you think the deep strike missiles are going? The loose talk, you know, Velchi right there lays it out about the folly of this, about Russia's not going to go away. The Russian army's not going to go away. It's just not. And this folly, said by a former Soviet, uh, you know, senior military uh, general, and then they're talking about deep strike missiles. We are headed towards, in, in our leadership, they're, they're, they have their foot right on the gas. They have the pedal all the way to the floor. And Kevin McCarthy and these Republicans got to wake up now. If they go to town halls, it's going to be 95% to 5%. Stop this madness now. Stop it now. We want to cut it off. Hey, you should be at the southern border and you should be in East Palestine, Ohio. That's what we're concerned about, the invasion of our country. This is dangerous and outrageous. By the way, one of the people in the engine room just sent me Norfolk Southern notified uh, EPA at 2253 on that first night, that Friday night. By law, they got to immediately designate a uh, the National Response Center has got to immediately designate an on-scene coordinator. They got to designate an on-scene coordinator, one of the EPA guys, who will get to all this tomorrow. All you're seeing is spending, by the way, Trump going was the forcing function, just like Trump coming out against this war is a forcing function, and we're going to force some action. And that action is going to be in the best interest, in the vital national security interest of the United States of America and her citizens. And no, NATO is not an alliance. It's a protectorate. And I'll walk you through the details tomorrow. This is why President Trump was all over them to pay the 2% of GDP so they could defend themselves, of which they've never done, except for, wait for it, the polls. Okay, by the way, next hour we got Christian Ziegler. We had Karamo on this morning, this blow-away grassroots win in Michigan. We got Christian Ziegler, the chairman of Florida. He'll be on the next hour. Plus, we got Patrick M. Wood on technocracy and transhumanism. It's going to be incredible. A new book out, but he's the guy that talks about the merger of both. And of course, Joe Allen's going to join me for that. Crom Carmichael, I cannot finish a show with so much with people on edge. We need him here for the long haul. You got to sleep on a my pillow 2.0, but you got to take care of your heart, brother. How do they? How do they do it? You got to take care of the heart. We need the engine. You, you, we need engine. We need the salty to help them in the engine room. How do they do it, brother? Steve, Steve, thank you so much for having me. And you are right. You are the metaphor is great. We take care of our car engines by changing the oil every 3,000 miles because we know if we don't take care of our car engines, as it gets older, it will start to foul and then it will break down. Uh, our heart is the same thing. Our heart is both a muscle uh, and it's an organ. It's the only thing in the body that is both of those things, and it's vital. The other thing is that for many of us, uh, heart disease starts in our 30s and 40s and we don't even know it. And then if we have a heart attack, uh, we fifty uh, percent of the people who have a heart attack. Uh, that's the first indication that they have heart disease. And what what Solti does is the, the the our active ingredient helps manage cholesterol. That is the main thing we do. Uh, we have a lot of people who report that their blood pressures improved, and that's great. But our science is about managing cholesterol. And in my personal case, I started taking our product eighteen years ago. And I reduced my bad cholesterol from 130 to 89. It's been under 90 ever since. And the reason that it stays low is I take the product every day. And that's 
that's important for people to understand because cholesterol is not something that you cure. Cholesterol is something that you manage. If you have a propensity to have high cholesterol or moderately high cholesterol, then salty works, but you have to take it every day. And the way people can get salty is to go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And then at checkout, enter the code WARROOM. That's the code WARROOM. And if you do that, the posse will get a $29.95 discount on their first shipment of their continuity program. And then on an ongoing basis, our continuity program is always three bottles for the price of two, and we pay the freight. We ship it every 90 days. Crom, thank you so much. Always enjoy having you on here. I know the audience does. Salty. Thank you. Got to get on top of it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Christian Ziegler next. Short break. Christian Ziegler from Florida. The grassroots on a roll throughout the nation. How's that going to impact 2024? Next. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize That heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.